Are you recording? I am now recording. What up? Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. Today, we have a fantastic episode planned for you with none other than Sneaky D himself. Hello, Sneaky D. Hello. You did much better with the delay this time. Thank you. We're getting good <laughs> with it. It, it. it doesn't sound like we're Skyping in when we do the when when the pod finally gets published after all nope. the audio goodness is done. So No, it's pretty good. It's just uh, I'm just worried about our connection today has been going in and out. So we'll just you'll just have to stall while I don't know, I'll have to give you a signal or something if my Wi Fi cuts out or something. Okay. Well we'll we'll put in like a little audio effect if like uh something is too obvious. Yeah, that's a good signal. He just flicked me <laughs> off. I know, I just gave you the uh thumbs up, but um with my middle finger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's a little offensive. I said, you're number one, Scott. Uh, yeah, thank you. number one. <clears throat> I used my biggest and strongest finger to salute. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good that you're not in any branch of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Counter, well, counter blessings. That's right. So I've got myself a Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola Classic. This is how I'm imbibing for this episode. You got yourself mm. a Smart Water. Same also company. A Coke product. Yes, Coca-Cola. Right. Good, good stock too. Why do you drink Smart Water? Like, what's special about Smart Water? Well, you know, it implies that you're smart first of all, um, which is probably the most important part of it. That's so that good. People think that you're smart, or at least they they think you're confident because you, or at least cocky because you're drinking water that's supposed to be smart, and you think that you're smart. But I guess the whole reason behind the smart water is they, they basically take the cheapest version of making regular clean water, which is vapor distillation. So they just heat stuff up until it makes steam and then they just distill it, you know, like in a regular, like a chemistry class you've ever taken where you heat something up and it collects and then you collect the distillate, right? Mm-hmm. Which is in this case is just water. But then it also separates all the minerals out, right? So that's a problem because groundwater has all those minerals those micro minerals aka electrolytes mm-hmm. aka sodium potassium calcium and so on and so forth all those little ions you know that become electrolytes and that's missing so what they do is they just add those back in there they add a little bit of minerals back in there this actually isn't smart water that i'm drinking though it's actually reverse osmosis from my house and the reverse osmosis is also too good at filtering all all the bad stuff out because it filters out the good stuff. So what's no reverse minerals. osmosis? What's that? What's reverse osmosis? Is that some sort of like joke? It's a f- it's, it's a fancy way of moving water from point A to point B. Osmosis is the diffusion of water across the semipermeable membrane. Okay. So you know, like Osmosis Jones. Yeah, but he doesn't do any osmosis in that movie, does he? It's, it's basically. Oh no, he does. He's like, you want osmosis? You got osmosis, and then he jumps through a wall. You don't, you don't remember that? Oh, man, you got to check that out. That's like a catchphrase of the movie. But I just add in, I have reverse osmosis, and then I just take in, I take trace minerals, and I just put, you know, a few drops of that in there, and then boom, I got every mineral you could ever want. And that's what makes water taste good, is the minerals. That's why groundwater tastes better than shitty Costco bulk water, because it's stripped of everything. It's clean, which is good, but it doesn't have the mineral taste to it. That's why Fiji water and all those other Evian and... Were we just talking about Evian? Oh, no, that fire documentary mentioned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you watch that? Mm-hmm. 
I watched you both told- of them. I watched the Netflix one and the Hulu one. Me and Sabelle had a movie oh, night. It was damn. too cold to leave. And so we just stayed in our respective abodes. And we watched both the Netflix fire documentary and the Hulu fire documentary. The mm. and, and we got so excited about this documentary like i i that was my favorite part the part i was just talking about the there's the uh the part where they they everybody shows up so all the shit has hit the fan basically all -hmm. the people show up on this island which is actually the wrong island and it's just like a complete crap show and then but like right before that the guy the guy who's helping out the main organizer he's like uh i guess he's uh homosexual so he decides the, the, the main organizer guy decides, hey, you're gay. We need this, all this water for all these people, and Customs is holding it back from us. Why don't you go to the head of Customs and go suck a dick for the team and get that Evian water for yeah. us? <laughs> that, talk about take one for the team there, Scott. Right, right. You know, I wish people from Scott Cast would be that dedicated to their work. Dude, I literally had that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. I, 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 let me pull this up. I forgot even. Here, totally unprepared. But fire thoughts. Mm. Something mm. about. Mm. Mm. Love the. I, I wrote love the passion of the one guy who would literally suck a dick to take one for the team. Scott needs to inspire people like that. Then I can't read the rest of my notes, but it says something along the lines of, yes, we need people like that. Okay. So, like, would you suck a dick if it meant Scott Cass would have fame and glory? Um, I'm not sure I get paid enough for that. You don't get paid at all, but you get paid in recognition, just like with your smart water. Hmm. Well, I think it's... I thought it was pretty inspirational that that guy could... I mean, the guy who organized that was, he could get people to do the stuff like that for him. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't think we're on that level yet, Scott. We're not that inspirational? Maybe, maybe if you threw a festival of your own, perhaps. I am actually considering it. Like, I got the Dispatch, which has, I've got a lot of connections with musicians, so I already have that. And I can just, we could just rent out a hall or something like that. It could be Fire Festival Hamtramck, brought to you by Scott Cass Media Empire. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, the fire, there's this like documentary that came out, I guess, on Hulu too, but it's also on Netflix. Yeah, at the same and time. This guy who just organized this crazy festival out of nowhere, and he invited a bunch of celebrities and to come and have an awesome time, and they filmed it, and then they planned on throwing this big party like a year later, and they basically just totally did not plan for it, and it was a total disaster. All these people showed up, and it was a complete shit show, and it was pretty interesting to see that it actually all went through. Like, I thought maybe they would just cancel that at some certain point, but the guy just never gave up, man. It was inspirational. I, I feel like I... I'm kind of like that, but, you know, I, I make my bets smaller. I make smaller bets than that guy did. He put a lot yeah. of he put a lot of money down. He said it was basically going to be paradise on earth. Uh, he hired Instagram models. like That's like half the budget was like these Instagram models yeah. posting about it. And then they had all the influencers, too. They had like uh, one of the Kardashians, not Kim. Who's the other one? Jill, big one. I think. Oh, I don't even know that Kendall. one, but I haven't been keeping up with them, Scott. But they, one of them, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I've been keeping up with those Kardashians. They, yeah, she like 
posted something and she, they paid her a shit ton of money just to post that. And then like it took off and went viral and everybody was talking, Oh, what's this? What's this? And they had like nothing secured and they had no experience even organizing an event, let alone in this place that had no infrastructure and no, they, like, like I said, they had no water. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, people got to drink water, man, like shit. And then they, they tried moving it to another Island at the last minute too. And it was just a complete, complete crap show. I can't believe that people actually showed up and they, they didn't uh, try canceling at the last minute. They just let everybody show up. It was just like a third world country, just like, like a war zone and just people like in a refugee camp, you know, basically. I think the guy like didn't have any money to refund anybody. So he like, he couldn't cancel it. He felt or something yeah. like that. But well, like what happened was way worse. Right. But although he went to jail, he didn't go to jail because he put on a shitty event. He put on, he went to jail because uh, he did a lot of wire fraud to yeah. buy all the stuff that made the event even shittier. Yeah. He just kept buying and buying and buying when he never had the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And he just kept on racking up, that and then also lying to people about what their operations were like so that they would put in more money and he just committed all this fraud to get to keep it going and then yeah nobody it really everybody else, inspired me yeah i mean it's kind of like it was almost like the uh i was thinking of like woodstock where it's like you build it and they will come mm-hmm. but he's like they will come and we will build it he just kind of went he flipped that kind of backwards there they will come and we will eh, think about it. We'll try to build it. <laughs> we'll do our best. We'll talk about it for sure. Might have to suck a few dicks along the way. But you should have hey. been in podcasting. Like we have so many projects underway right now. Yeah. And a lot of dicks in the fire. A lot of irons in the fire. A lot of dicks in the fire. And yeah. <laughs> there's the episode title. <laughs> a lot of dicks in the fire. <laughs> It'll be spelled fire festival like. Uh, yeah. But. Like Dick with the Y. No, that'd be Dyke. No, D Y. I don't know. We'll think. No, it's just D-Y-C-K. normal Dick with dicks in the fire with the. Because Fire Festival is spelled F Y F Y R E. That's right. For those who don't know, since we can't, they can't see the spelling. Yeah, if you don't know about the Fire Festival by now, just go to BillyMcFireIsland.com and you'll get all the information you need about it. So I guess. Uh, I don't know if it's a spoiler that say this, but there's not going to be another one. Is, there, is it safe to say there's I don't not going to? So. so there's not going to be a fire festival too. Well, not by Billy, <laughs> but maybe by Scott Cast. Yeah, like we'll I do bet, our own thing. I bet those names are open now. Like I don't think anybody you, you you can't get sued for using the fire festival name and all those tactics. Let's just do know. a Scott Cast Fire Festival. Sure. Do you remember what they posted for the Instagram to get everybody's attention? The orange thing? Just like Scott Cast. Oh, the Scott Cast orange. You'd be like, actually, the whole time it was supposed to be a Scott Festival and they turned it into Fire Festival. So. Yeah, they did it badly. Instead of inviting all those musicians, they should have just invited Scott and just given him a mic and a fucking soapbox, yo. Dude, you could all have all the Detroit Dispatch people. They could like play that, some music. Snap of the finger. Yeah, they could yeah. play some music. Yeah, I can the very those worst, people. At the very worst, you could play some music. Yeah, at the very worst, <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll sing a tune like uh, and I'll have the Scott Cast theme playing. It'll just be you alone on an island singing your tune. That's okay. That actually doesn't sound like a bad time. That's it. That's the festival. Yeah. People can show up if they want. If they want to. <laughs> it'll just be literally you, nothing else. Yeah, just, just one man on an island. And you will come. They will come and watch. And you're, you can pick up your own shit. 
Yeah. We're not going to make latrines and stuff for you. You know, this isn't the friggin' Ritz This is Carlton. sounding a lot more like a cult than a yeah. festival. <laughs> Everyone dies Everyone on the island. Everyone comes just get... to see me and... They bring lots of bags of cash. They with bring them. their own things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they take care of they themselves. Get... Yeah. They build the stuff. Mm. And I just uh, take all the attention. I like maybe, this idea. Well, uh, another dick in the fire. Could, maybe you could do it on a better island. Maybe one with dinosaurs on it. Oh, well, I got the CRISPR machine going. So, like, when yeah. are we? By the way, when are we gonna? When are you coming by to to make a dinosaur with me? I got a two dozen eggs. Oh yeah, they got those things aren't gonna stay fresh forever. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, how about this? Uh, next weekend. What are you doing? Like Sunday. Next Sunday, possibly. We can have Sabelle with us and we can, we can, uh, we, she'll supervise. She's the one who got the CRISPR kit. Yes. I think that's the only day I can do next week, but I, we could totally do it. Um, okay. Cause I think Saturday and Friday and Saturday, I'm doing stuff. I'm, uh, You're a busy man. Going to this Sean Earl concert thing or Who's something Sean or other. Earl? I don't know who that, all that is. Some local guy. I don't know. Maybe your dispatch people know who that is. I, I guess, don't know. I guess maybe I should know. Maybe you should check in on that. Well, we got email bag, David. Are you excited? That was more like it. Yes. Master Charles writes in. That was my excited in. voice. Okay, I like it. Master Charles writes in, uh, you guys name-dropped Meyer a couple times in the last episode, and I legit forgot that was a place I used to go all the time because they don't have those stores in Virginia. I was so confused what you guys were talking about at first. And that's it. That's what he said. Well, he, has, he sent another email, too. You talking about when you went to the Meyer and got your groceries delivered? Yeah, when I went to Meyer. Well, I didn't go to Meyer. That's the point. I just got my groceries delivered to me. Yeah. Meyer came to you. Meyer came to me. That's right. I mean, it was not a bad value, I f- but like I felt really bad about... The guy is like, he's getting paid, right? And I gave him like a ten dollar tip. Yeah. But it's like, I hate grocery shopping, so it's it's it was a weird feeling to make someone else grocery shop for me, dude. But he probably, like, I don't know. My sister has done that before, and I've been there. Like when they show, I've actually had to. She she was. She, I'm not saying I'm saying she was lazy, but you know. Yeah, okay, I'm saying she's lazy. So <laughs> she was so apathetic she and lethargic. She, she, she ordered all this stuff and it's like this this girl came at the front door and, I, and she was like, "Can you get that for me?" I'm like, "You want me to answer the door to get your groceries that you can order yourself." All right. Cool. So I answered the door and this was the perkiest, happiest looking girl I've ever seen at uh holding a bunch of bags of groceries. And she was like, yeah, I was just picking this out and that out. And she, I guess she was listening to some music while she was doing it. And she was, it was like, it was like, as she was doing it, like my sister could edit the order and say, oh, and she's like, and do, she's like, oh, I got this as an alternative. You want to do that? She seemed like she was into it. Okay. Like more excited than any Kroger person I'd ever seen. I had a grown man deliver my groceries and it was a little different. I wanted mm. to say he was perky and excited to do grocery shopping. He was just very like by the book. I'm bringing this in. Oh, well, that's maybe the difference between Kroger and Meyer. I don't know. Maybe the maybe Kroger's trying to pioneer and get all the happy perky people to work for them, and Meyer's just like, like how whatever. more conceited do I need to be about grocery shopping? Where I'm just like, not only do I need someone to bring me my groceries, I need them to be perky about it. 
Yeah. Well, I would feel bad if you had delivered it maybe like during this cold weather spell we've been having lately. That's true. Yeah. Because for people who don't know, who are maybe are down in, where's Master Charles? Virginia? Virginia. He's they sunning his maybe, fucking packs in the goddamn heat. Yeah. He's just like all oiled up and like looking like Tyrannosaurus pecs. Wearing a flexo. Yeah, he's just living the life. Just bacon. He's got his he's got his Twitch stream. He's outside and and yeah. he's and he's getting all sorts of rays. Well, you've been getting a bunch of snow followed by debilitating cold. Just yeah. sub-zero Mortal Kombat fatality style sub-zero um weather here. Yeah, like overall our winter has been fine. It's been nothing really. It's been, it's been very good. mild. It's, and then it's been yeah. And then all of a sudden we have this polar vortex, which is a new season. Yeah. Now it's a seasonal <laughs> thing. It's yeah, it's part of the whole climate change shit, man. Yeah. It gets colder too now. It sucks. It gets colder, it gets hotter. It's just more unbearable outside. It's more volatile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although you always got those fun little videos people are posting, like, Oh look, boiling water turns into snow. You know what I'm talking about? People have been throwing water out in the in the. Oh, you don't know? No. Oh, let me for, let me inform you. The latest craze that people are doing is taking vats of boiling water out with them into the sub-zero temperatures because it's so cold that what you can do is you can chuck said water over your head, and if it's cold enough, it'll turn it'll crystallize into snow on the way down. Wait, over you. their head. Yes, this is what people's ideas. It's almost like the new ice bucket challenge, except in reverse. Except stupid. Yeah, instead of it being very hot out and dumping cold water on you, now and I can only I can just imagine this: people who watch these videos, the the boiling water, they toss it. They're supposed to just toss it anywhere, but they've been tossing it like over their heads so they get these cool shots so they can post on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. You know, of like this big arc of snow falling over them, like oh, magical. Well, guess what? I can tell you the two bad scenarios that are gonna gonna happen. You're gonna see this soon. It's a Midwestern trend. It's it's trending right now, and we're gonna see some news reports about this soon. Yeah. Uh, first news report you're gonna see is this scenario: a uh, kid burns self with boiling hot water <laughs> on not water. Su- not sub zero temperatures. The kid will be like, go out there when it's like I don't know six degrees outside, pretty cold, not enough to cold turn that hot water into uh, snowflakes mm. and gonna have scowling hot water give him third degree burns all over his body but that would totally go viral though yes that'd be i mean we'd all get a good laugh and little timmy would get it's his skin would heal eventually some of it gets in the eyes whatever he was looking up whatever loses part of his cornea that'll heal um that's option number one option number two and you're lucky if you get this one is you take uh you don't realize it has to be boiling hot water and you just take regular water out there Throw it up in the air, falls back on, on down on you when it is sub zero, and you almost freeze to death because you just threw cold water on yourself with wind chill of minus forty, and uh, you're practically like day after tomorrow dead at that point. So some fun options out there for you to try. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's twelve degrees out right now. It's because optimal science. time. Like, if, yeah. yeah, if your theory is true, there's some kid right now throwing boiling water all over his face and putting it on Instagram. Dude, I just want to take it and throw it out like uh, I want to be like Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat where he throws ice at people, you know, and freezes them. Maybe I'll just do it with the cold water. Then it'll really freeze them. If you really want to be a villain, just <laughs> boiling water any time of the year. 
Yeah, just water, <laughs> cold weather, good things will happen. So, it's like you can get a squirt gun and you could just sort out boiling hot water. It might turn into a snow gun. You would need a, I think, wouldn't you? It's plastic. So, wouldn't it mess it up if it was mm. boiling hot water in the super I mean, soaker? Water has a lower boiling temperature than, uh, or, well, melting temperature than uh, plastic. So, I think you'd be okay. Hmm. Unless it's really shitty plastic you're working with here. It's Super Soaker, right? Get, yeah, Super Soaker is a good brand, so oh, okay. you're good. <laughs> okay, yeah, they use quality plastic in their Don't get toys. some of that off-brand bullshit that you're using for your boiling water. Yeah, Just you try can't it even put, You can't even put boiling water in this Super Soaker. <laughs> hey, what would happen if you had a hot boiling water thing and you had a water balloon? <laughs> would it burn and then turn into snow? <laughs> Best of both worlds. It's like icy hot. It's the best of both worlds. How would you fill a balloon with boiling hot water? Just get really hot water and put it in a balloon, man. It's good. Yeah. yeah. You'll be all right. Uh, can't you just do the snow thing like with like not boiling hot water? Can't it just be normal water? No, it has to be boiling water because science, Scott. Let me explain it to you. Oh, I guess. Here we go. Here's the, the quick notes version, okay? The, the sneaky whatever, the quick science key. report on this latest trend. Yeah. And you play some sound effects. Sneaky D science report. Trendy science with Sneaky D. Yeah, so trendy. So, yeah, trendy, stupid shit you can do with science. So, yeah, if you have stuff that's boiling, then it's you'd agree that it's turning into a vapor, right? Yeah. It's vaporizing, so to speak, right? Sounds cool. Yeah, everyone and then, loves to vape. People been yeah, vaping it's not all that time. kind of vaping. Oh. Nope. No, unfortunately. It doesn't have a nice little blueberry or fruity taste to it. Oh. Like the kids like nowadays they can't handle their their regular smoking shit so they yeah have to go what back. happened to men who just smoked marlboro yeah come on i was just about to say marlboro because also because i just i just bought mar i just bought the parent company of marlboro so for my stock portfolio so i that's why it came to mind for me wait you own anyways. stock in a cigarette company hey they're switching to pot okay they're trying <laughs> oh okay a little green they're, a, they, little they're green in a dying stock. business and they're investing in uh, pot stocks and i am invested in pot stocks so i want them to switch I want them to have to switch anyways. So, Anyways, on with the report. Sneaky D, the oh, Marlboro Man. Yes, back to the report, Scott. I should be reporting live outside with a hot boiling <laughs> thing of water. And be like, Only if you're ah, filming it. Oh, God, the birds. Ah, ah. They said it would work. Use the science, they said. That's the boiling point, they said. It wouldn't happen, they said. I don't think you'd so, be able to work as, a, as, a, as somebody who knows science. Uh, yeah. After that, science was wrong. It's like what you said with that one Scott cast when you're talking about stepping in a puddle. <laughs> you said you're really confident because it was below zero, or it was uh, no, it was below 32 degrees Fahrenheit. It was below so 32. It, was it looked still. <laughs> it looked solid. Kind of. You, you, you know that it takes extra energy for something to make a, a, a phase shift between states of matter, right? So when you go from like a, like a liquid to water, it takes extra energy to overcome that barrier. Liquid so that's why water? that's why it can be it can be colder than the freezing point of water so okay. it can be below 32 degrees fahrenheit or aka zero degrees celsius and it, it could still actually be a puddle of water because it still t it takes time and extra energy for it to convert into a solid and then same thing with like there there's a lot of there's a lot of state changes we could go through but um what was our original thing we were talking about? We we're talking about trendy oh. science with Oh, right, right, right. So the so the vapors, the, when you throw the when you throw the boiling water up there, it it vaporizes, right? 
And since the water is so cold and dense and it doesn't have any water vapor in it already, because it, otherwise it'd be snowing, uh, that it vaporized, it like the, the, the moisture that was in the vapor, the water vapor, vapor is moisture. taken up by the air. And then that water clings to little particulates in the air, like little ions and stuff, uh, like sodium and stuff like that. And it like forms a crystal. And then once it crystallizes, it becomes a snowflake and then it falls back down. Uh, uh, unless if you were, it's you're in a just boils someone alive. Yeah, yeah, unless that too. But you, if you did it in a vacuum, it wouldn't work because then there'd be nothing to form crystals. Like there'd be nothing to start the crystallization process. Are you worried about Instagram people doing this in a vacuum? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, but does it work in a vacuum, Scott? <laughs> so, and then they, well, if it was in a vacuum, you'd be dead. So. <laughs> Because there'd be no air. <laughs> dead Instagram people. <laughs> you'd, be dead, you'd be dead and then they'd burn you. Yes. You need a partner to do this challenge. You do? But um, yeah, because like you can't, if you're dead in the chamber, then... Oh, the vacuum just, challenge. Yeah, be like in the vacuum of space. It wouldn't be good either. So Right. But uh, yeah, but you could also... Space. It's just like when you take... Uh, like say you're taking that Coca-Cola. Okay. Yeah. I just saw... I see you. Yeah. This is why we do it with uh, video, Scott, so that I can, it stimulates the conversation. So you take that Coke, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't open it and you stick it outside in the snow. And then you, you can, it can actually go and it's, say it's below freezing, right? That Coke can still stay in its liquid form because it has nothing to cause the crystallization process. But if you were to take that um, out of the snow and you were to open it, just a little bit or like disturb it a little bit, mm. you would create an imperfection and it could start anywhere in the the top or bottom. And that would start the crystallization. You could literally make a, like a, like, you know, those ices you can get the Coke flavored ices. You could make your own little slurpy icy thing. I think icy is a brand name, make a slurpy thing, slushy, a slushy. That's what I'm looking for. You can make a slushy by doing that. It's another one of those little, just bring it out of Coke to the cold weather time. Yeah, put it out in the cold weather. Don't touch it. Try this. Try this out. It's more. It's a lot safer. <laughs> okay. Get some boiling water. Boiling water to come in. <laughs> just, just get some boiling water just in case. It's always better with boiling water. And just put the coke out there, and then don't touch it at all. Make sure it's completely still. Take it out carefully, and then uh, unscrew it when you're inside by a sink, maybe. <laughs> and then it, you can watch it. It'll like change before your eyes into a slushy. Because uh-huh. it's cold enough to turn into ice, the the to crystallize, but it it has, doesn't have anything to inter- any imperfections in it because Coke is already perfect in its state it as is it is. Yeah, so you need to create the crystals, and then it'll the whole thing will crystallize and turn to slush, mm. and then you can drink it. I'm gonna have one of them, man. I that's too bad I already drank my Coke. Too bad I don't own pop to try it out. You, maybe you can though. Well, I don't yeah, own pop. It. I just bought one today because I wanted a little treat. You bought a pop. Mm-hmm. It's better than no. buying like a like a like a case of it and then having to deal with that, just drinking right. a whole case all week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd try it with a two liter. It'll probably work better. Two liters the best. Party. Yeah. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? You're gonna have a two two liter for the Super Bowl. You're gonna have a little little Coke action, a little little pizza and pop like people do for the Super Bowl these days. I don't know if I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl, man. Who's who's doing the halftime show? I don't even know, man. All I know is who's playing. It's the Patriots again versus the Rams. Patriots versus Rams. That cheater Tom Brady versus those fucking uh, dude never do wells. The that leave St. Louis. The Rams. Yeah. See, I those know guys. football a little. 
All I know is Tom Brady's a weird guy. He is but weird. Good, did you see that documentary where he kissed his son on the lips? I did not. I did not see that, but I will not see that. <laughs> yeah, so. he's got this really weird documentary that follows him. Around. I've heard some weird stuff. Yeah, he's got a I, swami. Like, did you know he has a swami? No, I did not. I, they're accusing the swami of being fraud because he's a swami. He's kind of like a life coach kind of guy. But oh, if oh, Tom that's, that's the name of the guy. Then yeah. I bet, like they were mentioning this in Tom Steve Day. Oh no, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy who told. He tells him all. He's like whispers all these things in his ears. Like, if you do this, you'll never get hurt, Tom. He's like a, he's, it's a, he's Tom doing Brady, good. Tom Cruise. Good track I know. record. I know, but that's like after the fact, saying that you know, I don't believe it. Like, like Tom Brady. Here, I'll give you an example. Okay, as a guy who leaves in sports science. Okay, and things like, and I think you guys would agree with me too. This because this relates to skin cancer. Okay. Oh, skin so, cancer. Yeah. It all ties back to Scott Cast City. Yeah. So maybe you could have, if you really believe in Tom Brady and his Swami or whatever the hell it's called, you can have him uh, come in here and be an advisor to Scott Cast City. But Tom Brady thinks that if you drink enough water, mm-hmm. that you can't get a sunburn. Well, you know, if you're hydrated. <laughs> Regardless of it's the radiation that is coming from the sun. Mm hmm. The ultraviolet UVA and UVB rays that are coming at you. He thinks if you drink a bunch of water, that that just magically protects you. Have you so, ever seen those cave-dwelling fish that uh, that uh, that are totally white and have like uh, no eyes? Yeah, they have the most water in the world, and they don't burn at all. That we know of. Hmm. They don't get. They don't. Their skin doesn't burn in the sun because they're well, in a the cave. Well, the skin doesn't burn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, maybe Tom Brady Swami has something going for him. I think he's a cave lizard. He might be a cave lizard, but like, like if okay, what if the Swami did come by, uh, mutter all these nonsensical things that your scientific brain just can't fathom, and then but you listen to him anyways, you follow through with it just to just just for kicks and giggles, uh, and all of a sudden your life started to dramatically improve. Then I would run a research study that would verify all this instead of just saying it's the secrets that doctors don't want you to know. Well, what's the secret? Well, like, but like, what if it's like a psychological placebo thing? Then give people uh, like a pill, say that we can put this in a pill form. But it, some people the won't. Bra- pe- they, people the, won't respect the placebo as much the, from a pill as from a swami. The, the, the Brady pill, the Brady bunch. Take a little bunch of him. And you just take a wad of Brady and you just digest it and boom, all your problems are cured. He just, he gives me kind of like almost like a, he reminds me of kind of like Tom Tom Cruise a little bit. Cause it's like, you, you go watch Tom Cruise movie and you're like, okay, Tom Cruise, pretty good actor, weird mm-hmm. guy, but good actor. Tom Brady, good quarterback, weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't really, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if I was riding around Detroit Mm-hmm. Stopping by the Scientology building because apparently that thing is all decked out. I want to. I'm going to take a look at it. On the, I, I went to the auto show last week and we were stuck in traffic and we were just staring at the Scientology building on the way down to the Kobo Center, and it was just like, what the hell is that? It was like multiple levels. Yeah, they had the Scientology. It, it was this big glowing sign that no no doubt cost them a shit ton of money to put there. It just says Scientology. Yeah, it just says big thing of Scientology, and below it, there's like this nice little entrance and stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Tom Brady just chilling there. 
this, you know, panhandling for the Scientology folks, you know, throwing boiling water in the air, like a, like, you know, throwing, throwing water balloons of steaming hot water at, with, 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 with amazing accuracy. Just waiting for groceries. With a perfect spiral on it. And that perfect spiral turns into a freaking tornado of snowflakes and farms an entrance for people to come into the building. Yeah. Yep. That was a cool auto show, though. Wait, what? That was a very that was a very hard uh, turn auto show. Yeah, I told you I was going on the way to. I said I was. Oh, going oh down all to this the, was on the way to the auto show. Yeah, I was oh, going okay. down to Kobo. Yeah, Kobo Hall. How was the auto which show? Is, which, was it anything cool? Do they have flying cars yet? Was there Teslas? Well, according to our one of our fan favorite listeners, Mr. Favorite, Charles, our our favorite one of our favorite fan listeners. I had to say that backwards, Scott. Like, oh, Scott. One of my, you know, my my friend Scott, who I train at LA Fitness. Uh, Scott believes that there is, there are flying cars um, already and the government's just holding it uh, back from us. We should really get him on the cast sometime because he has a lot of crazy theories that, I don't know, man, not saying it's aliens, but he thinks they're aliens. I think we could possibly, we, we can, yeah. I mean, at the very least, get some bullet points from this fella. <laughs> yeah, he's got some. Let's do a Scott, I mean, Scott cast. Yeah, a Scott on Scott cast. Scott squared. Yeah, we were at the auto show. He was showing me. He actually was showing me around because he got me tickets to go there. And he had gone the day before, and then we were going to go the next day. And then he decided to go the next day too because he didn't. He wasn't able to check everything out. So we just kind of met him up there, and met up with him there. And he was showing us around Ford there because he works for Ford. And we were like talking. I was talking about you know we were looking at the engines and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I made some comment about the way technology is progressing or something like that. And he started talking about flying cars and stuff and anti-gravity cars and how. Do you believe in anti-gravity? Do I believe it's it's possible in theory? Sure. But I, do do I think it's developed right now? I'm not convinced. I need, I would need to see something that would give me uh, any idea of like, but you know, that's the conspiracy theories. Like, well, you know, they don't want people to know about it. So right, yeah, like the like Tesla is trying to develop. Oh, that was it. I told them. I think I mentioned that Tesla was trying to power use some of its rockets from their space from SpaceX. Um, Elon Musk was trying to use that in his Roadster to, and it had the the enough thrust. Like those, they're not like they're like mini versions of the Merlin engines. I can't remember the name of that different engine. It's a smaller engine. He wants to put that engine that's used to propel a rocket he wants to put that on one of his roadsters elon Sounds musk dangerous. says uh, tesla's next roadster will have spacex rocket thrusters that's what i'm saying oh my lord it's true yeah i know that's like some batman batmobile shit right a lot like you know i feel like it goes against his mission right like he, he's doing carbon Teslas emissions to be like okay we're making these nice uh, right. environmentally friendly vehicles but okay let's burn jet fuel yeah but, you know, it's like he's just trying to colonize Mars. So that's how you do it. Like, I'm sure that I'm sure as like the space age comes into fruition that uh, he'll develop some kind of upper atmosphere ionizing ion engine thing that runs, you know, without rocket fuel or, you know, he'll develop some kind of rail gun that'll magnetically propel people out of the, you know, out of the stratosphere and out into orbit, I'm sure. Or maybe we'll bring a, we'll build some kind of orbital space ring thing that'll slingshot you a little bit further out once you get, you know, into the upper atmosphere, then something else will take over that. But, you know, it's like, I'd say overall, it's like, 
you know, they're, they're two different things. It's like, uh, he's doing all this other stuff to help the environment. And then it's like, that's the only way you can do the space stuff. So it's like, we can do the cars a different way, but the space stuff, it's like, that's just what we have available right now. All the car emission stuff is just our choice. So yeah. I don't know. I, I, I get it. Yeah. It's like, he's doing that. But like in the grand scheme of thing, it's like compared to like, like if we could get the government to filter out all the CO2 in the atmosphere, we could do it. Um, it'd just be a massive project and it would, you'd make no money from it. Um, unless you could take the carbon emissions, you know, filter it, filter it out of the air, you know, sequester it from the air and like convert it into some kind of carbon based building material or some kind of fuel that uses carbon in it, you know, that has CO2 as its input. But it's like people won't do that, man. They're not going to they're not going to do that. So I forgot where I was going with that. I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, I think I think it's well established that you don't think that uh we're going to space oh we're going to space yeah just a matter of if if we survive matter of when i think ian dixon would say we we've run out of time that you know like we're we've done fucked ourselves that's what he would say we've done fucked it no because you can take the co2 in the atmosphere and put it back in the ground man like uh the whole point is like we're taking fossil fuels right i mean just think about it like as a carbon cycle okay it's just, it's just a matter of like how dire do we want to make things and how much damage do we have to cause and how many hurricanes and all the other shit and how many billions of dollars worth of damage do we want to cause before we actually decide to really say you know what let's take care of this co2 problem you just use you like a windmill like what's that like that you just like a device that just sucks it out of the air and just yeah. injects it into big, the earth these big fans that blow, they suck the air in. They, they take, it, there's one, it's like one in every, one part CO2 per every 2,500 molecules of oxygen in air. Um, so it's like very small amount of CO2. So it takes a long time for you to collect the CO2. So you have to run those fans for a long time, but you remove the CO2 from the atmosphere and then you put it back in the ground. Cause originally it was in the ground, right? It was a fossil fuel. Right. It was a carbon from carbon-based life forms like dinosaurs and plants and so on and so forth mm-hmm. that died. They went in the, in the the earth, put them in the ground, right? And then we dug it up from the ground and put it in the air yeah. by burning it up. So we God just got to take it back dinosaurs. from dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God puts them in the earth. Man creates God. Man destroys God. Man extracts dinosaurs from the earth. Man destroys man. Women inherit the earth. What about dinosaurs? Dinosaurs, dinosaurs don't come back man. because we just kill ourselves instead of cloning them. Mm. You know, it's a cool game that you should try out, Scott. Horizon Zero Dawn. You ever heard of that? No. Why do you bring it up? What is it? It has dinosaurs in it. Oh, I've played Ark Survival Evolved, which is a cool game. Okay. It's is it similar to this? It's a, it's a game where you show up on this island and you've got nothing but a pair of underpants. And you have to go around and collect all these things to to create like living situation and stuff. And there's dinosaurs everywhere and you have to eat them. Mm-hmm. I think you talked about that on a different Scott cast. Did I? Yeah. A couple Scott casts ago. Okay. I, yeah, I might repeat topics. Let me know if I repeat topics, if I say them better the second time. Well, I was just trying to bring a new game that has dinosaurs in it that you might like. Cause you get to, you get to like, it's kind of like it's not, there's Monster World, or sorry, Monster Hunter World. They have dinosaurs too. But this one, it's kind of fun because it's like post-apocalypse and it's like 
there's like the the earth is overrun by machines but all the machines are in the form of like animals and stuff and like half of them are dinosaurs so it's kind of cool it's like uh post-apocalypse because the dinosaurs you know and us didn't really make it but you know we uh have to share the earth with the robo dinosaurs now yeah hunt them down there's a whole backstory explains how it happened and stuff yeah it's pretty cool you get to hire you get to hunt down a giant t-rex and i was just thinking you know scott would like this game i have that game it's a good game we should play that game we'll play that game one day we need to have a we need to have a i need to go up to clarkston see your place check out your pad We'll play yeah. a little dinosaur game. Yeah. We can know. do a pod in my pad. We could pod, pod in the pod. pad. Pad pod. Pad pod. Pad pod. Yeah. That's cool. just another dick in the fire. Got so many dicks on fire, man. So many just so many dick fiery fires. Dicks. Fiery dicks just raining down. Rain of fire. Yeah. Make, that, make a movie called that. If sure. you if if by the way, I need to address the audience real quick. If if you listen to Scott Cast and think we have too many dicks in the fire, or you'd like to see a different dick in the fire, just email hot for Scott Cast. That's hot the number four and Scottcast at gmail dot com and tell us about the dick in the fire thoughts that you might have. Right. Throw your own just, dick in the fire and tell us what you think. Just email us. And yeah, like fire festival. Yeah. Like uh, just put the subject as uh, fire dick festival. Fire yeah. dick festival. Yeah. Tell us. That's that's what I kind of want to ask the audience at writ large at this moment. If if Scott Cast was going to have a festival and we we're going to invite a bunch of people and and we were going to have make some big promises, what would you like those promises to be? You know, like what would you like to see in a Scott Cast festival? Write into hotforscottcast at gmail dot com. Hot the number four and scottcast at gmail dot com. I we think definitely I've, have a bunch of merch that we could sell at said festival. We do have Scottcast merch. merch. Mm-hmm. Where could they find that mer- the merch, Scott? They can find the merch at scottcast.us. <laughs> I was trying to help you get your plug in there, but no, seriously, that's a good idea. We should do that. Yeah, let's do a festival. Let's do a Scottcast festival. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll do in Sunny Ham Tramic. Yeah, we'll we'll rent we'll rent out a place. We'll, we can do the ghost light or something like that. We'll just but we just gotta. We'll do a Scott Cast festival uh, with all the different uh, people and things that we do. I'll bring one of my clone dinosaurs. Van favorite Ian Dixon will be there to hang out, and you'll be there being like, "Hey, what's up?" We'll get some, yeah. We can get some influencers. We can pay, but instead of paying the you know models, we'll just get like Jeff Goldblum with his with his with his shirt unbuttoned. Yeah, you know, and uh, on the back of a Jeep. Yeah, and like what's but people like people chase after him. Yeah, his shirt's unbuttoned, but what's under that unbuttoned shirt? But a Scott Cast necklace, like a big a medallion. Necklace. Scott Cast. You mean like a bling? Like bling. Scott Cast bling. Bling. Yeah, like diamonds. Bling. Platinum. Bling. Yeah, that was. How, what would be the bling? What would it be shaped like? Because it can't say SC. It's, because... it's just the Scott Cast logo, like fucking the size of a clock. Hmm. Yeah, like like a big those big oversized clocks that were in the early two thousands. Yeah, except it's platinum and diamonds. Dude, we could make it out of thorium. Why not? Yeah, or something, thorium, something, so something that like exotic. Yeah, yeah, once Scott Cast is jumps the shark, you can just use it to power your home for a few years. Hell yeah, <laughs> I like that. There we go. Now that's some return on your investment. That's pretty sick, man. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, go to scottcast.us to make your purchase. But you told me that you had some t-shirt ideas, man. Oh, 
uh, for Scottcast? Yeah. I was talking about for myself. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. You're trying to compete with Scottcast for them t-shirt dollars. Just saying, man. All right. You don't even have your own podcast yet, man. Dude, I gave you a... The idea earlier this podcast when I said Master Charles had the Tyrannosaurus Pex. I still think that would be a good one. Tyrannosaurus Pex would be good. Got those massive Pex, you know, mm-hmm. flexing them. Hell yeah. Flexing the, flex the Pex, you know. But like, what are your t-shirts? Are they like just like fancy designs or are they like something to do with One Life to Lift Fitness? Or? Yeah. So when I launch my One Life, One Life to One, the number one life, number two <laughs> lift, I I, I'm thinking that might be hard to promote because of that reason. Well, the numbers see. one and two. Did you get the domain name? Uh, that's what I was going to ask you about. I think that's. Ta- I don't. I don't think the number one and two are taken. But if you just spell it out like one life to lift, it's taken. But if you do one, the number one life, the number two lift, it's not taken. Okay. I figure people will be able to follow that. But yeah, I'm gonna have like a merch store, and it's basically gonna be a bunch of bro shirts that just are a bunch of puns. To do with working out, because I mean, I got like a million puns that I could bust out that they're like ninety percent original. So if they've already been done, and excuse me, you're gonna me, make your fortune in punnery. Yes, you can call me Sean Punnery. I just came up with that one, by the way, on the fly. I think you should go for it, man. Like when I type in "one life to lift" and either permutation, it just brings up a bunch of unrelated shit. So no matter what they type in, it'll go to you. Just get it. I was going to ask you if you could help me set that up because uh, I'm not, you know, domain names aren't my thing, but I know that you, there's different websites you use to check. I, I always buy from namecheap.com. They have, yeah, namecheap, right? Yeah, they yeah. generally have cheaper recurring prices than like cool. GoDaddy. GoDaddy will screw you. Right. That's why I figured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's screwed, screwed GoDaddy. Go screwed, Daddy. No, Go don't screw do that. You, Daddy. Whoa, that sounds bad. Like, I remember it's when GoDaddy first Go had Daddy. their commercials playing, and it was like during the Super Bowl, and yeah, and they didn't say anything about what they did. I it know, was like just like I didn't some, find out till a year or later, maybe. Yeah, it was just some girl with her boobs out or something like that, just being yeah. sexy all over a car, and then it just left. That's that why. That's just bad marketing, man. Like it got they spent all that know. money to get people to notice it, but then like they didn't follow through with like what it was about. I don't know if it's so, bad marketing. I don't know if I can say that because most people was, when they go to buy a domain name, they go to GoDaddy.com. Yeah, but just think of like the delay in their sales because like a lot of people are like, "What is GoDaddy?" I think that's why they got sales uh, and attention okay. because everyone was like, "What the fuck is this playing in the Super Bowl?" It just says GoDaddy and some right. chicks with the thought it was a porn site. The tatas out. I think that's what everyone thought, and it was just like, "Oh, go they want to go watch porn," and then they what end the up getting a this? domain oh, name. Oh, it's domains. Oh, yeah. I've been thinking about getting my name com. We'll see what the Super they what they do on the Super Bowl this year because they usually have some kind of scantily clad commercial every year. Yeah, it's family entertainment. Yeah. So. so who did we figure out what the who the, who the halftime performer is? Let's see. No. Halftime Super Bowl. I think it's people are. Good. I think people are expecting it to be a SpongeBob reference. Maroon Five, and then there's a little bit of SpongeBob. What? What about SpongeBob? Like they, there's these people who want Maroon Five to do uh, basically their version of what SpongeBob did for like a fake little halftime show for their series like they had a spongebob had this plot where spongebob and the gang were putting on this halftime show and it was supposedly epic i haven't seen it well i saw it a long time ago i kind of oh, okay. remember it but like internet people are obsessed with it i never saw it 
and there's petitions and shit like that. Change.org's involved, and like they just want uh, that thing to be playing during the Super Bowl. And people, uh, I think there's some. I think there's some tweet out there or something like that from Maroon 5 that suggested they might like do something to to oh. like take on it. Like like a nod to it, like an homage to it. A little nod it. at least, you know, like maybe like they're going like to dress up like SpongeBob. He might dress up like SpongeBob did. Because okay. SpongeBob's wearing like a marching band suit the whole time. And it's like I singing a Queen should... song or some shit. Oh, okay. I don't think it's a Queen song, but it sounds like sounded like a Queen song, I thought. Okay. So who do you think's going to win? The Rams? Or the other people, the Patriots, Tom Brady, with his weirdness. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a toss-up. I'm not really invested in it. I mean, I, I I think Tom Brady already broke the record for most Super Bowls or whatever, so like I don't really care if he wins this time, just adds another notch in his belt. So I guess I'll probably be voting, rooting for Rams, I guess. I don't know who it'll win, who will win, but... I knew I do know that you know Brady's had like one of the best comebacks in a Super Bowl ever a few years ago. So mm-hmm. even if they're down by a lot, it should be more entertaining. It's more entertaining to watch when the Patriots are in there because you never know if they're going to make a comeback. You know, because it's Tom Brady. So okay, it should be exciting to watch, and it might be a blowout because usually Super Bowls. You know, actually a lot of Super Bowls that have the Patriots in them lately have been better, but it's like a lot of times, sometimes Super Bowls can just be like blowouts, you know? And yeah. not exciting to watch at all. Unless you do raffles or some kind of grids, you know, where you bet and on the scores and stuff. And yeah. That makes it a little more interesting, but yeah, man. So I also, uh, I had in my notes here that we had to talk about this movie I saw. Oh, uh, The Commuter? The, com- the Commuter. <laughs> the commuter the commutist the commutist um featuring uh, uh liam neeson why, why are you so obsessed with liam neeson because he's got a very particular set of skills skills he's acquired over a long career that are designed to make david very sound interested. really co- sound cool <laughs> <laughs> but it, i mean it was like it was just like taken you know it's like he's on this train you know, and he's got he's got to find somebody on the train. He doesn't know who it is. He's got to track them down because these people are involved in this big, uh, not conspiracy, but a big like thing. I can't. I'm not gonna spoil the movie, but they're trying to they're trying to track somebody down. And he's like, he's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find you. And he's always on his cell phone with the person too. He's like, he's like, tell me where they are. Tell me who it is. I want to speak with my wife and my daughter. Oh, wait, that's the wrong movie, but it's also this movie. Have you ever thought that uh, Liam Neeson kind of looks like a really tough version of Al Bundy? Um, no, but wait, who's Al Bundy? He's the guy on Married with Children, who's always like a defeated, like... Uh, Not the guy from Modern husband. Family? Wait, I don't, don't think it's Modern Family. Uh, I don't watch that many TV shows. Let me look. Al like, Bundy. This was like a classic 90s show or something. That's the guy I was thinking of, yeah. When you said that, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It, Liam yeah, Neeson, Al like Bundy. a scary Al Irish, Bundy, Irish Al Bundy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I just I watched the movie because obviously the title. Uh, there, there's. I think you should watch it just so you can learn how to say that word. You know that one word. Commuter. Commute. Commute. Commute, Commute. Just, uh, how to say it properly. I still like, I still get like confused about it. Like I lean into it a bit on Scottcast, but like a lot of the time in my life that word will come across my uh, my path and I'll, I'll think to myself, 
Wait, wait, wait. Which one makes me look not stupid? <laughs> the C word. <laughs> that's the real C word. Yeah, that's the C. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that commute. one doesn't offend me. But when people right. insist that I say commute, yes. I, I get a little perturbed because it's like it's one of my weak spots. Like, like it's worse. They say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to calm you out of here. You're like, you oh. watch your damn mouth. You watch your mouth. Like, or, getting... <laughs> do you see my cat? Yeah, it's getting Kyle all riled, riled yeah. up there. He's like, say it right, damn it. Kyle is... <laughs> That's not how you say head. the word. Yeah. So, I, but I, no, the reason why I think you would want to watch it, though, is because Sam Neill's in it. Oh! I yeah. did not think he was going to be in it. He's my favorite actor. He just showed up, and he... Sh- so it's like, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, Liam Neeson's character is an ex-cop, right? So he's, he's like, oh, now I'm just this regular commuter guy you know but then he's like secretly a badass back in the day so he's getting in all these fights with people on the train and stuff it's just like taken you know but this time it's taken with sam neil who is his former sergeant who is now made captain and his name is captain david oh. captain captain david hawthorne in the movie and i was like that is awesome captain david hawthorne <laughs> just captain david you know they hey. call him Captain David? He's Captain David. He's That's a captain for the NYPD, and his name is Captain David. Captain this David Hawthorne. This is a Hawthorne. TV series or a movie? It's just a movie. Oh. And it actually wasn't that bad, but it's it's just because, like, I mean, I like Taken. I mm. thought it was a pretty, pretty good a- little action movie, and it was like Taken, except it was, like, on a train, and he had to, it's like a mystery to solve, just like how he had to track down his daughter in, the, in, in Taken, and this time he had to track down... Some person, you don't even know if it's a man, woman, or a child that's on the... They got a briefcase. He's got to find what's in it. They're offering him a bunch of money, but then they're holding his family hostage. It's crazy. Things just keep escalating. So, yeah. I thought I think it was uh, with those three things. Uh, commute, Sam Nielsen. Liam Neeson, do you need anything else that really... I, I, I actually am extremely intrigued by this movie. Hmm. You know what's another movie I saw? No. And I had to see this movie because I want to listen to the Scott cast. But I finally saw Avengers of Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. I had some, I had some time uh, to finally watch, sit down and watch a movie. So I watched a couple of them. And uh, so now I can finally listen to the episode where your mom talks about it. Right. <laughs> uh, it, it, like the Avengers Infinity War. And see, yeah. So I can finally complete the Scott cast collection. The complete Final. collection. I can join that Have that, you seen, that, have you seen Taika Waititi's Hunt for the Wilder People? Yeah, of course. We talked about it. Oh, okay. I, I forget what I talked about with people. But <laughs> we talked about extensively. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I bet it was I'll, good. I bet we had a great conversation that you don't remember. I feel like it was great. At all, even though we talked about that and I mentioned two paddocks and that's the whole reason why you have the two paddocks thing because we talked about that movie and him growing, you know. That's the origin of the two paddocks uh, desire from Scott? It is. Oh, Oh my God. Well, to be fair, like, I don't remember what I've said in any Scott cast ever. Like, that's why Scott cast is probably my favorite podcast because it's the only podcast I can listen to to be like, hey, what did I say? Yeah. Go back and listen to your old podcast again. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm going to go back and listen to the Infinity War one, and, and I can maybe resonate with uh, your mom's opinion on it, because I, I watched The Hunt for the Willard People, because I had to watch that one 
so I could listen to that one. Mm-hmm. And now I watch that. Now I watch Infinity War, so now I can go back and listen to the other one. How'd you like Infinity War? Did you did you feel like uh, did you feel like it hit all the right points? Because you're kind of late to the game. I thought you well, with your nerd. I had to watch. Them. I had to watch all the other Marvel movies. I had to watch like 10 other movies in order to watch this movie because I hadn't seen oh, yeah. uh, anything besides like Iron Man and like uh, one of the, uh, I mean, recently I started watching, like I told you, I was watching that Thor Ragnarok just yeah. so that I, you know, I watched everything. that one? Yeah. The Waika. Okay. God damn it. Okay. Just making sure. That's why I watched like that. You told me it was good and you're talking about that guy and I, and I was like, okay, well, it's part of the list. So I started with that one. That was, that's actually what actually one of the first movies I started with was the Thor movie because it was funny and it had this cool vibe to it. And they, they had the immigrant song in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was feeling good after watching that one. Oh, like, right. hey, maybe these Marvel movies still got it going. So I watched all the other ones. The only one I didn't watch was Civil War. I watched every other one. I've all seen the other that Marvel one. Movies. Yeah, I still feel like I didn't miss out on that much. I guess Iron Man still doesn't like Captain America. Boo, frickity who, whatever. Still hasn't been resolved in the Infinity War. Spoiler alert. But um, I don't even think they see each other in the movie. So whatever. I'll figure it out next movie. Because it's to be continued. Oh, shit. I liked it. I thought it was good. Did you like <laughs> it? I thought it was good. I thought it was all right. You know, like I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of the, yeah. of the superhero. I'm, hope, I'm hoping they wrap everything up in a nice bow. So like all these movies culminating into something, I like that. I like that they are building up to it, and I like that they subverted your expectations a little bit. Um, I also like that Peter Dinklage made an appearance as another dwarf. That was int- that was so Peter Dinklage. If you know, he's a dwarf in uh, um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, and now he's a giant dwarf in that movie. Was he and, giant? Uh, he wasn't giant. Yeah, he was. He was like a big dwarf. He's bigger than Thor and all those other guys. Yeah. He was? It, yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, the irony of it all. He was a dwarf, but he was big, you know, because, haha. He's like, he was at that forge. Remember the forge? It's like, it's got all these giant dwarves that live there because dwarves love to, just like Lord of the Rings, man, they love making, uh, they, love, they love schmelting, you know? They love smithies. Schmelting. He just didn't, didn't want to get uh, burned in an unfortunate schmelting accident. Yes, I lost my wiener. Yes. Not my penis. Uh, sorry, that was I have a I'm Dutch, so I know the Dutch Dutch accent. Right. So. I I watched uh, Goldmember with uh with Sabelle. Goldmember. Like she's always she's always like wanting to yeah. watch movies and stuff like that. She's like likes to get on documentaries, murder documentaries, and I was just like, you know what we need to watch? We need to watch Austin Powers Goldmember. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. A little levity in your life. They're gonna. They're still. Austin Powers himself, uh, Mike Myers, is still thinking about doing Austin Powers four, even without Vern Troyer as Mini Me, because he's dead. Oh yeah, they could CGI him back in if they really wanted to. (laughs) You know, just just bring in uh, Peter Dinklage. Why not? (laughs) Oh my God, how insulting would that be to everyone involved? Like, I mean, Peter Dinklage takes pretty much. I mean, I thought he was done with the dwarf role because he was great in Elf. And a lot of people don't remember he was an elf as the power trip guy who was like Mr. Uh, asshole he was executive. The, he was the CEO of some company. He was like Stephen Lynch or something was his name. And he was like the the best children's novelist guru guy who was just like, he was like, I get more action in a week. You've gotten your whole life, buddy. That's right. You know, like, he's like, yeah, that was great. He was great in that. And he was like, 
the small, you know, small person, little person from that. And then he was in Game of Thrones. But then it was like, then he went to do these other movies where he was just, you know, just some guy. You know, he wasn't like the dwarf guy, you know. And then now I, I was like, good, good for him. You know, he's not always just getting cast as a dwarf. And then, of course, for Marvel, he shows up as the dwarf guy. Even, but this time he's the big dwarf. So it's like, eh. It's like they have to cast him for that. They had to... Like I don't know, some sometimes sometimes it's just like it feels forced in those Marvel movies. Like they they really really got to cast you in a certain in a certain way, and I don't know, man. Like uh, like like Hugo Weaving was in there too. I, I wanted to talk about him. Elrond? I never. I, yeah, I mean, I, I love I love me some some Hugo Weaving, but I just felt like it was just so random that he was even in the movie. Like I guess I remember a little bit from the Captain America movies when he was the Red Skull guy. But he showed up as like the guy, like he showed up like as a Dementor or something. He was a ghost of Christmas past or Christmas future or whatever. Wait, you know, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving is in the Christmas story. You know, A.K.A. Elrond, A.K.A. Agent Smith, A.K.A. Mm-hmm. These all these other great roles from these movies that you respect him for. He's got such a good like scowl. Yeah, and I, I like I love me some scowling Hugo Weaving. And then he shows up as a Dementor, you know? He's like, oh, the ghost. He's like, I'm a ghost of my former self, and I'll lead you to the Soul Stone. Follow me. It, it reminded me of like a Christmas Carol and mixed with Harry Potter. It was just, just didn't, didn't fit right. But uh, so that was a little weird, seeing, seeing, me, seeing some Hugo weaving in there. But uh, I, I think just, just overall, I think the only part I really enjoyed was all the Thanos stuff in the movie. Um, it was like he was the main character. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, now I know what you're saying. Uh, Higo Weaving was the character that made him throw the lady. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like that, there was the whole touching father daughter thing, the daddy daughter dynamic. Yeah. I thought that was good. Like it actually gave the, the villain some complexity to him. I'm not sure he does his math right on the whole decreasing the population of the universe stuff. I don't think it works like that. Like you can't just call half half the people all the time. It's a terrible idea. But you know, like the overpopulation. I mean, do you know how big the galaxy is? But I'm sure people have covered these. Like you know, I didn't follow the reviews when they came out or what people were talking about. I'm sure people must be talking about. Uh, oh, it's not that bad. You don't got to try to kill everybody because you know overpopulation isn't a real problem. But I just thought like it was just interesting that. He was like the main character, and it was it was following his kind of arc rather than focusing on the all the Avengers, who I don't give two shits about. Um, I don't give one half of a whole shit what happens between Tony Stark and Captain America. But you know, you're, you're so like antagonistic towards this plot. What do you mean? You 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 like like every time it comes uh, that that thought comes up that plot uh, that. Captain America versus Iron Man kind of yeah. mentality, kind of button. It's heads. just drama. It's like watching like the, it. yeah. It's like some teenage drama. It's like some, you know, who cares? You know, you got some little tiffs. Ooh, I don't like you. Ooh, I don't like you. Oh, you're you're cocky jerk. Oh, I'm a all American, you know, hero. Like who cares? Like um, I want to see, you know, that all all of them banding together for the bigger threat, like against Thanos. That's good. Um, I like that. So. I don't know, man. Like, just some of those Marvel movies are, are hit and miss, and uh, I just feel like I never got much out of the first Avengers, or really the second one was kind of like, uh, I didn't really follow it, like, where, where they were really going with the whole thing, with the Ultron thing, and mm-hmm. I was just all over the place. 
the third one actually seemed like it was like it was it was all leading up to something like they wrapped it all up like he's he's got to get all the all the gems all the stones infinity stones on his gauntlet and it's like okay let's 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 finish this shit you know Mm -hmm. you guys are building up this whole universe they just had to throw everybody in there together. One big. It was like uh, what do you call that game? The Super Smash Brothers. You know, it's like the Smash uh, Brothers. Oh no! Everybody yeah, loves, everybody loves Smash Brothers because you get all the people in there, and you're all just all the people that you recognize, and it's all comes together in one little, or like Kingdom Hearts, that kind of thing, where you get the full cast, the people that all the people you like, you know, or like the. Do you Street play Fighter that? Do you play that Kingdom Hearts? No, but I've seen some stuff from it. it looks cool. Oh okay. I I feel like people who play Kingdom Hearts might be a little too nerdy. <laughs> into it, <laughs> a little too into it. Yeah, like because yeah, it's, it's like it's just Disney characters, right? It's like your Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and yeah, but it's all dramatic and they got Annabelle the or, they got the one artist who's like uh, uh, it's like the, the, their music is like almost haunting. It's like uh, but it's like really but like so what in. is it like what's the what's it about like you're 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 Donald Duck. And what are you doing as Donald Duck? Hell if I know. It's just like they're all banding together. Like it's it's like against um, what? All the Disney characters are coming together. For what? To help this Sora guy with his quest. Oh, quest. They gotta collect stuff against a bigger threat. It's like the it's like Infinity Wars. It's the Infinity Wars of the Disney universe. It's like you know Smash Brothers. You know the new Smash one that's coming out. It's like they do this with all the Smash games. It's like all the whole cast comes together against this bigger threat. You know, it's just uh, it's a trope, you know, it works. But you get to see all the characters that you like meld together. Like, oh, I wonder what would happen if, uh, you know, the, like, because they had that with that Marvel versus Capcom game, the um, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. They had all the the Disney characters, you know, with, that are under the Marvel franchise and they were meeting up with all the Capcom characters. So it's like Ryu from Street Fighter interacting with, uh, you know, um, or like Dante or Ryu or somebody from Capcom, how would they interact with Thanos or something, you know, or all the weird interactions between them. So interesting game. It's a little mashup. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, if you're going to have a mashup, you know, it's like, uh, there's gotta be this threat. It's like, usually the threat's really boring, but, uh, kind of like the, the Thanos thing. He's like, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say, I'd say without Thanos, that movie sucks actually. Well, yeah, he is the main villain. I love me a main villain. Have you seen Gotham lately? Have you no, ever watched dude. Gotham? I gotta, I'll have to watch that sometime. Gotham is the best. They're doing their final season right now, and and they're doing like a master class of like, com- like just it's a real short season. They're just like combining all the different rogues gallery characters from Batman. So it's exactly like you're saying, except it's like really cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I think the first few seasons, and Hulu has the latest season mm. uh, as it releases. I have access to all those, but I usually just don't watch much on Netflix or Hulu. But like my family has all that stuff, so I just you know they're all hooked on that stuff, constantly watching streaming stuff. So that means that I have access to it too. So I'll go check it out. Do it. Do it. Get hooked, man. Forget. Forget my life. You got Netflix and chill, man. That's right. So what did That's, we le- what did we learn today, there, David? That you should get out more, and not we shouldn't watch so many movies and TV shows. And, and then we proceeded to review festival. five <laughs> different movies. And then we proceeded to review five different movies and TV events. I had to get caught up, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that's what you do with Ian. I just want to be part of the, the part of the team. You guys talk movies all the time. That's true. We need we, we Scott Cast. I'm I'm trying to get that's us. That's into what half more. of all Scott Casts turn into is a movie review. I that's mean, true. or you know, something like that. You think there's a lot of tangential talking in between? Yeah, points. yeah. You guys have done a lot of movie reviews. The B the B movies and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we'll review like crazy movies, but then again, we've reviewed Infinity War and stuff like that too. You guys, you know, you know what you need to review some some poetry. Oh, some poetry. Do you have poetry? Well, I texted you. I was listening to the last episode, and uh, you guys were talking about Limericks, and I guess Ian's published some uh, Limerick stuff. His own self published his own little Limerick? book there. Limerick. Lim- Limerick. 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 Was that real? Was that a real mispronunciation? Sure. Really? Limerick? Sure. Yeah, Limerick. I'm I'm the one who says the word right. Yeah, I didn't know really what they were till a few years ago. But yeah, I definitely had a big Limerick phase a while back. Do you have a Limerick prepared? I I do not. Oh. But You said you were a published poet. Once I discovered what they were, I I I didn't know there was a name for it. Um, but I liked it. And then, so I wrote ones for all my friends as one does, cause I went through a phase, you know, and, uh, but it wasn't my first dabbling in poetry. So yeah, actually for, for my first or no, my second date with my girlfriend, my current girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, you published she's, a poem for her. She's not listening to this, but yeah. She doesn't I, listen? I, I, uh, I wrote her a love note and it was in the form. Why would of you love lim- someone who doesn't listen? She'll listen to this now. <laughs> now that I mentioned her. Uh-huh. But so she, d- she has no love for the Scottcast. She just loves me. What can I say? I think you should get rid of her. <laughs> so I wrote her this limerick on our second date and I put it on like, a, it was like a little gift I gave her and I just wrote it up on the spot and then we left it there at the restaurant. But then I still remember what it said. So then on our one year anniversary, I gave the, I wrote it down to her because I remembered it. I pretty, I think I did. I, you'll never know because I don't have the original. But yeah, I wrote her a limerick. What's the limerick? Her name. Uh, Read it's to kind me. of personal, but yeah, sure. A personal limerick? It's a love note, man. It's a limerick. It's catchy. It's it's not raunchy like your guys' limericks. That's yeah. a yeah. limerick. Tell me the limerick. I think it was something along the lines of. Uh, there once was a girl named Brittany. Uh-huh. I think that's how it starts. There once was a girl named Brittany uh, who had something, <laughs> something spitting. It was like she had smitten me, I think it was. And I believe she has smitten me. Yes. Maybe. It, it flowed well when I wrote it. It was good uh, when you wrote it? It was good when I wrote it. It said the... <laughs> I can't remember exactly what exactly it smitten me. But that, yeah, and and it had something to do with the cold. It had something to do with the the first gift I gave her, which was like a hand warmer. And it was something about staying staying warm in the cold. But yeah, I, I remember it if I had to write it down again. Oh, I bet it's yeah. I bet it's a touching little note. It's, it's a cute little note. I think here, fuck, I have it here. Just oh, you want to hear a limerick? Yeah, that's not that's pronounced like that should be not limerick. Uh-huh. Um, I'll read it to you. But yeah, so while I'm pulling that up though. That was not my first dabbling in poetry. I actually, back in the day, I got, uh, back in high school, I submitted some poetry and it got published. Like on your, like extracurricular so, or was it like an AP literature thing? Yeah, it was like one of those, it was, I'll tell you, it was, um, I don't know, I just typed in poem instead of the actual thing here. I'm trying to pull it up on my notes. Like was it Tin House or something? I didn't think something? you wanted to hear it. 
So hell yeah, I want to hear it. Um, I want to okay. hear the poetic mind of uh, Sneaky D. Oh no, this is um, this is a different note. Where is it? Oh, okay, I think I got it. Yeah, no. So so I'll tell you the story first, and I'll read you the poem, and then I'll send I'll send you. I'm gonna send you guys this this poem that I wrote back in high school. It was for like a like a lit class, and uh, it was like an assignment. We had to write some poetry, so I sent in a poem, and then, yeah. Got picked up by Teen Inc. back in the day. Teen Got Inc. Got published. Yeah. Oh. So they uh, they published it and they sent me uh, a copy in the mail, and I don't know where that is right now. I think it's 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 away in our we have it packed away because we moved to a different house or in my condo now. Um, I don't know where it is, but I did find it online recently. I just was like ta- I was telling it to my girlfriend and she was like, oh, she's like, I'd like to read it. And I said, well, let me see if I can pull it up. And I just typed in my name and the name of the poem and it actually came up. So I was, and then I was surprised because there's actually people who commented on it. So, and this was back in 2009, they commented on it. And I, I, I think the original one was published in 2008 when we graduated. So it had some some legs. Yeah. So, uh, I'll, I'll send you that link. You you can check it out with, uh, with fan favorite Ian Dixon. You guys can analyze the poem and you can see, uh, you can do your interpretation and then I'll tell you what I was going for. It'll be a two part one, two. I think I found it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see what here. Is what is it called? Uh, it's, it's, this is the world's worst run. It's not that, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that. There's like, like a lot of things that just say unknown. Two comments. <laughs> zero, zero. So yours definitely had comments? Yeah, it had like six comments or something like that. Mm. I didn't realize that until I was actually just um, pulling it up for you. I was like, shit, I didn't realize there's even... I scrolled down, I'm like, I, I wonder if they have comments for this site. And I scrolled down and I was like, oh yeah, Here, here's the feedback. So yeah, I'm, so you know, I, I do have uh, poems I've written throughout the years. I never tried having them published, but then again, I didn't know people liked my poetry. So, are, you, do you, are you like amazing? I don't know. These people. I need, I need I was, to read this. They thought I was okayish. They, they didn't think I was bad. So maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, make. I was thinking about making a book of broetry. Is it uh, flurry of some, frozen fury? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh yeah. yeah. You should just read the comments first, and then you guys can. Maybe do you guys want to review it on the next cast, or should we go you, through it now? I'll let you guys look at it, and then you guys, I'll give my okay. I'll give my feedback from the author. I'll, I'll even do a, an exclusive reading of it in the voice of the movie trailer guy, if you want. I would love that. Or Can, whatever yeah, let's do voice that. Next like episode with fan favorite Ian Dixon, uh, just to satisfy the audience and and their desire for, to hear us criticize and and, and appreciate poetry. Mostly criticized. Mostly criticized, given the <laughs> author. We will we will totally do that the next episode, which we're recording tomorrow. So get that I'm link just, over I'm to me. Good, because I'm just I'm just ready for you guys to tear this poem apart. I am really interested to see what you guys are going to say. Yeah, I got a real special you, episode prepared. I just tomorrow. don't want to give you too much context, because then it'll help you figure out what's what the poem really is. I bet it's something about love. I mean, you have it in your hand. You can just. No, I couldn't actually pull it, it up. Pull it yeah. up because it was. Oh, okay. Being a dick. Uh, okay, let me let me Google search it. <laughs> Flurry of frozen fury, David Vander Hayden. Check yep. out these pictures. No. Oh, check out some pictures. Yeah, I uploaded a few nudes too to go along with it. <laughs> no wonder <laughs> it got submitted. Comments. 
Yeah. No wonder they accepted it. Um, what was I going to say though? Yeah. Or, you know, just let me know. I'll do, I'll do a little, uh, when I come back on next time, I'll have my rebuttal to your criticisms ready to go, you know? Cause I, I think that it'll go one of two ways the way you guys are going to review it and I'm going to see how you do it. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you my little recording. I can also do Christopher Walken if you want. Cause he did the Raven really well. I, I don't know if you ever heard the, him do his rendition of the Raven. I can, I think you should just do whatever do some, you think is best for the poem. You can do some Sean Connery. Um, you know, whatever give you, us like you a, want. give us like a, a selection. Okay. Well, maybe you can listen to it partway through and switch through the voices as you're playing it. Yeah, you, so you got, you got mul- or something. Yeah, like multiple tracks, and you go from like one line. It's it's the movie trailer guy. Like you know, it starts out like in a world, and then it's like all of a sudden it's like I don't know the lyrics to my own poem, but yeah, then it's like Christopher Walken, and then boom, Sean Connery, and then boom. It's fat bastard. Well, no, that's Scottish again. <laughs> just, Scottish just a bunch of different <laughs> Scottish people. That's <laughs> uh, slight differences. Or whoever, whomever you'd like. Whomever All right, like. I love it. Yeah. That's going to be next episode. So yeah, I think that's the Scottcast for tonight. Got to got to end it on the cliffhanger. Hell yeah, that's that's what I think is the best way to do this. We can record another episode after this, but uh, <laughs> we're definitely got to end this one. It's been the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast, featuring Sneaky D. Uh, if you have ideas or thoughts or topics or anything you want us to want us to hear or go on about, uh, you just email us at uh, hotforscottcast at gmail.com. That's the number four. And uh, send us your thoughts and your well wishes and your money by, through the scottcast.us shop where you can buy bikinis, socks, uh, Pillows, shirts, a lot of shirts, a hat. The Scott Cast hat's actually uh, wanted. So anyway, that's been the Scott Cast. See you next week, or no, no, that's the Scott. See you Cast. later. See you later, Scott Castigators. <laughs> there we I go. Just, I just call them Gators. Uh, why do you do that? Because haters gonna hate, Gators gonna gate. What is, I don't know. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, you I, don't even know what that means. I bid the adieu. Like a punk out at the end. Of the <laughs> okay.